This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pain. TV slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, now just a quick um, refresher for you guys, because I know I split this up into a couple episodes, and there was a break in between. What I did is I went into Synthesia, and I looked at. Um, a couple different things. I looked at crunchbase.com to see who their investors were. And then I went over and I found this article at TechCrunch when Synthesia raised $50 million back at the end of uh, 2021, about a year ago. And so we were able to find in here that the Series B $50 million round was led by Kleiner Perkins. All right. I'm not going to go into this in detail because we covered it. I just want to refresh your memory. And so we went over to Kleiner Perkins and we were looking at their uh, investors, their specialists, their advisors. And so one of the chief partners there and advisors, Ted Schlein, uh, Ted, S-C-H-L-E-I-N, Ted Schlein, he's a partner advisor, top guy over there. And so I, I remember Ted Schlein from some other research we were doing. So I'm reading Ted Schlein's uh, biography here, and it pops up under his awards and honors, okay, that he um, is on the Homeland Security Advisory Council, he is on the NSA Advisory Board, the CISA Cybersecurity Advisory Committee, the National Security Institute Advisory Board, Council on Foreign Relations, Independent Task Force on Cybersecurity, uh, Board of Trustees of InQtel. Right, and so I go over to InQtel just to make sure, and I'm at uh, IQ, IQT.org. And lo and behold, he's there, Ted Schlein, and he sits at the Board of Trustees on InQtel. InQtel is the CIA's investment firm that helps to launch Silicon Valley companies and then comes in, makes investments in Silicon Valley companies so the CIA can keep a handle on the technology, basically control all the technology in the so-called private sector. You know, it's really being run out of the CIA. So that's one of the main people there behind this company, Synthesia, is Ted Schlein, who sits on the board of the CIA's venture capital firm. You got that? All right. So you got the CIA involved here all right you can't i mean come on the guy is on the the board of the nsa the board of homeland uh, homeland security uh council on foreign relations international test so you got this guy he's government right he's a government front man here of kleiner perkins now they come in and they got their money behind synthesia now let me show you this because this is new information i'm looking at synthesia and I, I, I see right there at the top pictures of Victor, Matthias, uh, Lourdes, and Stefan. 
And I, I see Matthias. I go, wait a second. I know this guy. I know this guy. So it says right here, Synthesia was founded in 2017 by a team of AI researchers and entrepreneurs from UCL, Stanford, uh, Tom and Cambridge. Our mission to empower everyone to make video content without cameras, microphones, or studios. Using artificial intelligence, we're here to radically change the process of content creation and unleash human creativity for good. And it says synthetic media. The world of content is rapidly changing. In recent years, synthetic media has emerged as a catch-all term to describe video, image, text, and voice that has been fully or partially generated by computers. The ability for AI-driven systems to generate audiovisual content in our minds, one of the most exciting developments enabled by recent progress in deep learning. So they have a picture of like an AI-generated woman. It says the future of synthetic media. We set our vision for the future of media and our part in making sure synthetic media progresses in an impactful and ethical way. So then you see the team here. It says balancing technical, academic, and entrepreneurial excellence. Now, let me just flip through this. I'm going to go to the whole team, uh, which is over at LinkedIn. And so what we see right here, it says there's 143 employees already of this company. So I found them all uh, on LinkedIn over here. But 143 companies. All right. And so let's click off here for one second. We're going to go back to this main page. And so I'm looking at this. And the top line I have, hi, I'm Victor Ripper Belly, CEO and co-founder of Synthesia. All right, we're going to get into him shortly. And then we've got, hi, I'm Professor Matthias Neisner, co-founder of Synthesia. So I say to myself, Professor Matthias Neisner. Well, folks, you may remember him because he came up in my series on Lars Butler and the Artificial Intelligence Foundation. Uh, I had explained in those episodes, and one of them I actually read you a series of emails, my personal emails back and forth with Rob Mallory of the Artificial Intelligence Foundation back when they were trying to recruit me to find them a voice actor to play Barack Obama to train one of their artificial intelligence systems. I'm not going to get into all that tonight, but I was already aware, aware of Professor Matthias Naysner because when I was looking into deepfake technology years ago to be utilized for funny videos in corporate events, once I realized this technology was going to put my live actors out of business and I was trying to hedge my bets, uh, Naysner was the most known guy in the deepfake world. This is before it was a household uh, name, Deepfake. It wasn't introduced to the American lexicon yet. And I reached out to him and had email conversations with him. I'll dig those up and see if I can find them for you. But let me just show you this. So I go over to uh, here just to give you a quick bio on him. And this is Tom, Visual Computing and Artificial Intelligence, Professor Matthias Nader. And it says here, he's a professor at the Technical University of Munich, where he leads the Visual Computing Lab. Before he was a visiting assistant professor at Stanford University, Professor Nabnir's research lies at the intersection of computer vision graphics and machine learning, where he is particularly interested in cutting-edge techniques for 3D reconstruction, semantic 3D scene understanding, video editing, and AI-driven video 
radio synthesis and totally has published over 150 academic publications, including 25 papers at the prestigious uh, ACM Transactions on Graphics Journal and 55 works at the Leading Vision Conferences. Several of these works won Best Paper Awards, including a Sig Chai 14 blah, 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 Emerging Technologies Award for the Best Live Demo. Uh, Nestier uh, work enjoys wide media coverage with many articles featured in mainstream media, including New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Spiegel, MIT Technical Review, and many more. And his uh, work led to several TV appearances such as Jimmy Kimmel Live, which we showed here at the Dustin Gold Standard, where Professor Nabnir demonstrated the popular face-to-face technique. Professor Nabnir's academic YouTube channel currently has over 5 million views. For his work, Nabdir received several awards, and we don't need to get into all this. It says, in addition to his academic impact, Professor Nabnir is a co-founder and director of Synthesia Inc., a leading startup dedicated to democratize synthetic media generation with cutting-edge artificial intelligence-driven video synthesis technology. All right. Now, I will show you here. We've got Nabnir pops up over at AI Foundation dot com because and here we are scrolling down under the global ai council along with deepak chopra who we've covered here in depth and biz stone uh, co-founder of twitter Nabnir pops up here as being on the artificial intelligence foundation global ai council and uh, i knew that we covered this on the show and uh below him here we have general keith alexander who was a uh, former head of the nsa we've covered him as well because he's a partner of lars butler who is the owner of the artificial intelligence foundation so now you have nasir behind this company synthesia along with the NSA CIA connected investor, Ted Schlein. All right, you see how all this stuff comes together, ladies and gentlemen? It all works together. It all works in sync. These are the technocrats. These are the transhumanists, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so when we get back, what we're going to do is I'm going to show you a few more videos. I really want to show you how this technology works because I'm going to bring Dan Goldwatch back on the show in a few days. I'm going to start bringing a few pastors on the show. We're going to talk about, this is one project we're working on as we're running this alongside Goals for 2023 and along with the CBDC carbon uh, credit discussions with Wide Awake Jim. We're also working on this artificial intelligence antichrist because I think it's very important uh, that folks, uh, well, look, whether it's the Antichrist as talked about in the Bible or whether this is the technocrats and the transhumanists utilizing artificial intelligence to be able to manipulate mind control, mind bend, brainwash, and mind hack folks, okay, it's important that you be aware of this so that you don't get sucked into being fooled by this. And so that your children and your grandchildren don't get fooled by this as well. Uh, These AI characters could come from anywhere. I told you, from your phone, from your tablet, from your TV, from your augmented reality headset, your virtual reality headset, your future AR, VR glasses 
contact lenses, brain chip in your head, whatever it may be. Folks, I'm telling you, I do not necessarily believe at this point that the people we watch, and not necessarily all of them, maybe they're running tests, that some of these newscasters that we see on TV are necessarily real at this point. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? And they do have the ability, we've talked about some of this technology on the dust and gold standard before they do have the ability to push certain content to certain people and once that content can be created via quantum computing and other technology in real time in real time and we'll get into this uh when we come back from the break but it's it's going to be it's so mind-blowing i think For you to even try to comprehend this, it's so difficult for me to even explain it. But I'm going to try to explain it when I get back from the break so that you have an understanding of what is going through my head, what I think is coming, what I think these guys are going to try to get away with. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to try to get away with a quick break. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, the other thing, before we get back into this, because this keeps becoming a problem now, that we are 119 episodes into the Dustin Gold Standard. Wow. Wow. I'm in the process, I've got it up on the screen for the video audience of pain.tv slash gold. I am in the process of building out a spreadsheet of all the shows, okay, that has the titles, the teaser, the description. And moving forward, I'm actually going to start tagging the shows. I won't be able to go back and do it with 120 episodes. But uh, from this point on, I'm going to tag it with uh, WEF, Lars Butler, AI Foundation, whatever I talk about on the show. This way, when I want to refer you back to a particular episode that you may not have listened to, I'm going to be able to do that, ladies and gentlemen. And then eventually, on the site we're working on, this will all be searchable by tags, and you'll be able to figure out. Um, so, So if we're talking about Lars Butler now, I want to be able to say to you, hey, go back to episode whatever it may be. It's it's not, but episode 52, segment four, and listen to that, or I'll be able to pull it back up during the show and replay it. So we're working on that. We're working on that. I think it's going to help out this show greatly, tremendously, and it's going to be a great resource for you folks, something that will be uh, worth your time, because then you're going to be able to pull this stuff back up. All right, so... Here's the thing, what I'm talking about, before I get into uh, more on Synthesia and their mission statements, and I've got about six videos I want to get through, so this is probably going to be broken up into another episode as well, because I don't want to put too much into one, otherwise I'm afraid that it'll go over your head, you'll get too confused, but... This is kind of what I envision is coming. So take the Antichrist out of the equation. 
Think about, and I've talked about the uh, personalized choose-your-own-venture feedback loops, right? So if you remember when you were a kid, I don't know if they still make these for kids. I guess I'll find out soon when I buy books for Willie. Uh, But they have the choose-your-own-adventure book. All right, so you're reading the book, and it says, you're going down a path, and the brontosaurus is chasing you. Do you want to run down the path on the left, or do you want to swing around the magical tree on the right, but risk being eaten by the crocodile, although you'll be able to pick up a bag of gold along the way. And you have to choose, right? You have to choose. And so you choose. And you go down the right path. And then it'll say, okay, turn to page 41. And then it picks up the adventure there. Well, I've explained to you that on the internet, the way that these technocrats have the whole system rigged is that we are already pushed into these personalized choose-your-own-adventure feedback loops, whether it be through Twitter, whether it be through Facebook, whether it be through your Google search. Uh, Google searches are not the same for you as they are for me. They actually react based on your habits, your search habits, things of that nature. Okay, so if I search pizza restaurant, all right, I may get different results than you get because it's programmed for each of us. Like maybe I like deep dish pizza and you like uh, Napoleon pizza, right? Uh, a Neapolitan pizza, okay, Napoleon pizza. And so it's going to show us different results. Well, that, that all started coming to fruition about 10 years ago when Google was using artificial intelligence, algorithms, semantic search, stuff of that nature. And so on Twitter, my timeline looks completely different than your timeline, right? Well, that's because it is understanding our habits and then delivering us the results, not necessarily results that are better for me or better for you, but results that they, the technocrats, choose to feed in front of you. So they can manipulate you. They can confirm your biases. They could burst your worldview. They could do things to draw you in. They could do things to push you away. They can do whatever they want. They can manipulate you. And uh, the majority of people don't realize that that is actually happening. So they have the ability to write your life every day the more that you're actually interacting with the internet, whether through your phone, through your computer, through your tablet, uh, whatever way possible. All right. So that's how that is done. Now, imagine, imagine when uh, all of this is fully connected and all these so-called private sector companies and the government are sharing the data back and forth with each other. Now, we know in some cases this is actually already done. Uh, How long ago did they introduce Facebook login on private websites or Google login on private websites or Instagram login on private websites or LinkedIn login on private websites? For instance, if I built goldstandard.tv, I can have it where you want to sign up for an account and you can sign up with your email and your chosen password, or you can sign in with Facebook or Google or LinkedIn or Instagram or several others. And then it'll pop up your Instagram account. It'll say, do you want to allow Instagram to connect? And then you connect over to my site and then your profile, you can import your picture from Instagram, your bio from Instagram, whatever. And so they are now gaining access to the data Right. In some cases, and the web developer like myself, I could set these terms. But in a way, 
it's starting to all become connected. And that's what Web3, that's what the metaverse really is all about. That when you enter Facebook, you'll really be on Google. And when you go on Google, you'll really be on Twitch. Everything will actually be connected and overlapping, and that data will be shared back and forth. When you download an app from the iPhone app store, it asks you, do you want to agree to share your data with this app company, or do you want to ask them uh, not to track you because the app can track you not only when you're on the app, but when you're using your phone and doing other things. So this is all done, folks. So once there is a central a data hub, and remember, we talked about this when we reviewed one of the panel discussions. It might have been the Bank for International Settlements panel discussion with Bo Lee who's the managing director, I believe, of the BIS. And he said one of the selling points to get the commercial banks, the so-called private sector banks, on board with managing the CBDC accounts for them and playing nice with them is they're going to collect data down to your last transaction, down to your last cup of coffee that you bought this morning, what kind it is, how much cream you put in it, everything. And that data will be given to the commercial banks, the private sector, to go into algorithms so they can run a real-time credit score on you at all times. That will be what becomes the social credit score. Bo Li came out of the Bank of China, which is China's central bank, which is where they're doing a lot of the credit scoring out of. So without going off into that too much, because we covered that already at the Dust and Gold Standard, all this data is going to be tracked. It's a central hub. All these companies that are supposedly all separate but when you look behind them and you see blackstone and vanguard and state street involved with most of them and the same technocrats like peter thiel elon musk mark zuckerberg etc etc invested in them they're really all connected all right and so once that data is all shared between them they are running a real-time uh, algorithm with your data, with your digital footprint, to be able to monitor, understand you at any given time, not just to assign a social score to you. Dustin is a four out of five on the loves the government social score. They're actually tracking everything on you. Now, folks that wear Fitbits, you know, the wearable devices, they're hooked up to the internet of bodies, and they're allowing their heart rate, their blood oxygen, all that stuff to be tracked. That's actually tracking you running it through an algorithm and deciding what your emotion is at any given time we know that they're using this in china with bus drivers they're using this in dubai with bus drivers people here in the united states buy a smart sock they put it on their child when they're in the crib and that's reading the same exact vital statistics that the watches the bracelets that they make the bus drivers in china and dubai wear so a lot of people are actually contributing that data to the cloud. So they know your emotion at any given time. They know your habits. They know all of your interactions based on your digital footprint with the internet, what you search, what porn sites you're on, what investments you made, how much money's in your bank account, how uh, hot you like to keep your house with your smart meter and all this kind of stuff. Everything. You collected everything. There's an Encyclopedia Britannica on you, okay, inside this system. Now, Let's say the TV, let's get the TV out of the equation. Let's say within five years, or let's say by 2030, we're all watching the news or getting our news or information solely from the smartphone or what will eventually be the virtual reality or augmented reality headset, right? 
So now let's say the days of Fox News as you know it are gone, right? You're just getting news through a trusted source because the internet god said to you, Dustin, you're going to love this. It's news for you. Just the stuff that you like. Already curated and they make you believe you're doing it because just like when you download Amazon Music or Apple Music, you click a couple of bubbles. I like jazz. I like rap. I like R&B. R&B. I like country. I like old school 80s. And so now they deliver you all this music that you're supposedly going to like based on the algorithms that you pick okay so now let's look at news let's look at information let's look at influencers let's look at video creators look like look at people like me content creators uh podcast creators all of a sudden now you will have a collection of folks let's just look at this okay here's all the uh people that work for synthesia and for those of you in the audio audience, it's uh, four people across and, you know, multiple people down. Let's just say these are all the people you're looking at inside of this system that you're getting news and information from or health tips or whatever it may be, whatever your thing is, right? There's so many choices these days. Who's to say that the person you're getting information from is really a person? Who's to say it's really a person? How do you know that that so-called person, the voice you hear or even the video that you're watching, or if you think it's a live stream that you're watching on YouTube or something, who's to say that is not actually artificial intelligence, not a synthetic media puppet, as they would put it, or a digital twin or a mind twin, like it could have been created off someone real. Maybe it's not at all. Maybe it's just totally run off of the artificial intelligence. I mean, think about that, folks. Think about that. Let's just say you're looking at this page here, and I click on this lady, Professor Lourdes Agapito. I want to, I don't know, she's got a cooking show. And I click on her, and it opens up, and she starts talking. And she's talking to me. Hey, you love bread. I've got the greatest bread recipe of all time. And I sit there, and I go, wow. Wow, that's amazing. I've been talking about bread on my show. How did she know that I like bread? And she's just talking to me about bread. Want a tip on how to make no-need yeast bread? No, you actually want to learn how to do it with sourdough starter. And I go, this lady's amazing. She knows everything. It's almost as if she's talking directly to me. But it's because she's an artificial intelligence-generated puppet, an artificial intelligence-generated voice, But the creepiest of all, and I've talked about it because I was almost involved with working on the project with Artificial Intelligence Foundation under Lars Butler, is the artificial intelligence brain, the backbone that actually drives, that actually drives that artificial intelligence puppet. And they don't need to type in like you do with Synthesia, a script for the puppet to speak from, or you don't need to pre-upload audio like me speaking and then it's going to move its mouth to my voice. And you don't need any of that because it's driven by an artificial intelligence backbone. And what's the backbone? The backbone, you know what, folks? Let, let, let's, take, let's take a quick break because this is going to freak you out when I tell you this. Uh, and if you've been listening to my show the entire time from the beginning, this is all going to come together and make sense, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. 
on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold.